Hello and welcome to episode 109 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. I realized that for me to really do what I wanted to do, OBS seemed to be the best way for me to do it. I'm not saying there's not other ways. There may be. Some of them maybe I haven't discovered. But for me, OBS allowed me to get a little bit more creative with the way I just wanted things to look. And so that's why I dove into it and I've had a blast. Hello, my name's Ian Anson Gray. And in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show, I'm joined by Chad Illa-Peterson sharing top OBS studio tips for awesome live streams. So we'll be with you just after this. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. OBS Studio, we've got some tips for awesome live streams today. We've got Chadia Peterson on the show. Top OBS Studio tips. OBS, OBS Studio, oh tips, mm-hmm, oh yeah. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello. This is episode 109 of the Confident Live Marketing Show, the show where we help you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. And in today's show, we're going to be deep diving into a tool we've not really talked about on the show very much, and that's OBS Studio. OBS Studio is actually the first tool that I used. It's the tool that started it all for me in the world of live streaming. And there's so much that we can do with OBS Studio. So I can't wait to talk more about that and actually bring in Chad Illa-Peterson to talk a little bit more about that. So if you are watching live, welcome. If you're watching the replay, welcome to just put hashtag replay in the comments. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast, it's awesome to have you here. The show notes for this episode will be at iag.me forward slash 109. Well, it's time to bring in my first sponsor of today. In fact, it's the only sponsor of today, and that is Restream. Restream is a piece of software that we're going to be talking about, and a service that we're going to be talking about on the show as well. And we can use OBS Studio with Restream. And also you can use Restream Studio. So there's loads of cool stuff that you can do with Restream. It's a a service that allows you to multi-stream or multicast on lots of different platforms. And I've got an amazing deal for you. You get a whole month for free. So let's go and look a little bit more about Restream. The Confident Live Marketing Podcast is proudly sponsored by Restream. Restream is the complete multi-streaming suite for entrepreneurs. It's the easiest way to broadcast live to over 30 destinations at the same time, including Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch, and so much more. Restream Studio makes it so simple to stream directly from your browser. Bring in guests and add your branding, videos, and graphics, and view and highlight 
live comments from your destinations, all at the click of a button. Take Restream for a test drive and get your first month completely free at iag.me forward slash Restream. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Well, there we go. That is Restream. Do check out, at, uh, you can take it for a test drive. Just go to iag.me forward slash Restream. Just before I bring in Chad, just to say, so Expert Man is saying, what will you show us today? Well, we're, we're looking at OBS Studio and I can't wait to show you that. And I am using Ecamm Live for this. That's my my usual thing, Ecamm Live with, with Restream. But I have used OBS Studio before. We've also got Challenge ITV watching from Vietnam. Great to see you. Yeah. We are talking about OBS today. So it's time to to bring in Chad and just a bit of a bit of an intro. So let's uh, let's introduce Chad to you following a hardcore snipe hunt, botched pizzeria robbery, two years in a bear suit and several moments atop a six foot unicycle. My goodness, that would be something. Chad Illipitason, Aka, the story catcher, discovered the compelling power of stories. Today, Chad helps you find and craft your brand stories, evoking emotional responses resulting in higher customer trust, conversion, and retention. Chad, welcome to the show. <laughs> What's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. All the best to see you. Right, come on, shut up, well, shut up. You. There we go. Name. That's just too too much going on there. But yeah, it's great to see you. We we normally we normally see each other at least once a year in sunny San Diego, and that's not happened this year, unfortunately. So uh, how how are you coping without our our San Diego sing a song, sing along thing? No, I just I uh, I I've made a uh, screensaver from my computer that's just nothing but pictures I've collected over the years of Ian. And that's helped me get through. That's slightly, slightly concerning. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll let you off. So yeah, we we see each other in in San Diego, and we this is at the social media marketing world. Uh, how long have you been doing? So we we do this. It's a bit difficult to describe. How do we even describe what we do? The musical, because it's a social media conference, the biggest social media conference in the world. Yet we go right. and we sing on stage. Can you explain that to people? Because I, I don't know if I can. Sure. The people in our circles, there's a lot of creatives and a lot of us come from some performing backgrounds. So every year we launch the conference by doing kind of a parody of a Broadway musical, but we base it on marketing stuff. It's like theater and arts meets geek. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That, that's well, a pretty good, good. That's good. Yeah, you, you can come back on the show. You're very good at describing those things because it is slightly it is slightly weird, but I love it. And you know, we can bring our creative backgrounds into this. Now, tell me about this botched pizzeria robbery, and I'm particularly interested in this six foot unicycle. Tell me, tell me more about that, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the botched pizza robbery. I may have to leave you hanging for another day. Oh. Um, but uh, I may or may not have been the robber. Oh. I, will, I will. I'll leave it at that. So okay. Um, okay. The six foot unicycle. However, uh, when I was a kid, my dad uh, would juggle apples once in a while, and uh, I decided I, you know what, I want to learn how to do that, and so I did, and I just kind of went all in, hardcore, and uh, started performing and and juggling, doing shows with my brother added the unicycle, decided, hey, 
why not do a six foot unicycle? And just kind of became a thing. In my junior year of high school, my friends all told me I should try out for the mascot, which was a Bruin or a bear. And so uh, I auditioned by dressing as a bear, playing a trombone on top of a six foot unicycle. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. I could have brought you onto the show to talk about so many different things. You know, we could, we could talk about storytelling and cause I know that's a lot of what you do. We've got you on today to get a bit geeky and we're going to talk about OBS studio, but before we do, so you've, you've shared a little bit more about that. What then happened after all that mad stuff at school? How did you get into what you're doing today? You know, can you give us like a brief arching story from then until what you're doing today? You know, in high school, I did the announcements every day on TV, which back then was like a big deal, you know, because it was all wired and there was all this wireless technology back in the uh, early 90s. And I wrote for the school paper. And coming out of high school, I started working for the local paper and did some writing, but mostly sold advertising. That kind of got me into the marketing uh, thing. Got more connected with the local media, did some radio, and it just kind of started morphing and morphing. Finally got hired to run the social media department at an agency that shut down. And the day they shut down, I started out on, on my own, just managing social media for uh, different companies and brands. And just as it continued to go on, I just kind of decided and realized that uh, storytelling and catching stories, like helping other people really find stories that they didn't know they had and connect with others was more of my superpower. And, uh, and, and here we are. That's amazing. I love, I love to hear people's stories of how they got to it. And I think that's such a vital thing. It's something that I've struggled with and I, I'm sure you get the same, you know, working with all the people you work with working out, sometimes we can be so close to our own story that we can't see it and, and telling those stories to other people. So I think what you do is amazing. And maybe you can come on the show and we can talk about stories in the future. But <laughs> let's talk about OBS Studio. We're going to get a bit geeky today. What is OBS Studio? Can you just explain to us what it is? And then I'm going to ask you after that, you know, why do you use it? Because there are so many tools out there that you could use. But uh, OBS Studio is, is what you, you like to use and, and you do amazing stuff with it. So tell us a bit more about it. When I decided to start live streaming, um, uh, what happened actually, I always knew I should probably start doing live streaming, but I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't catch the bug. I didn't have the to go do it. A buddy of mine, Daniel Glickman, actually had just paid attention and kind of noticed that my, my social media presence, my posts kind of were having a little bit of a, a down vibe. And he reached out to me and he said, hey, would you be interested in maybe doing a show together, a live show? And I thought, yeah, but I don't want to do another just marketing show. I don't want to do what's already there. If I do something, it's got to be fun. It's got to be different. And he said, okay. And the reason he reached out is he just felt like I needed a project to kind of pull me out of my, you know, the doldrums and, and, and perk me back up. And it, and it did. And so I started diving in, and like I do with anything, I just go head first into the deep end, whether <laughs> yeah. there's water or not. And I had this vision, I had these ideas in my head of how I wanted this to look. And as I played around with all the different tools and did different things, I realized that for me to really do what I wanted to do, OBS seemed to be the best way for me to do it. 
I'm not saying there's not other ways. There may be. Some of them maybe I haven't discovered. But for me, OBS allowed me to get a little bit more creative with the way I just wanted things to look. And so that's why I dove into it. And I've had a blast. Well, it's, it is really fun what you're doing. Maybe you can share some of the stuff that you do, like the overlays and transitions and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, just, I mean, let's just have a quick look at OBS Studio. This is, this is the website here. So I think one of the big advantages, would you say, with OBS Studio is, or there's two big advantages, I think, are that, first of all, it works on both Mac and PC. You know, one of the disadvantages with Ecamm Live is it's Mac only, and it kind of frustrates me because I love it, but if I'm working with a PC user, they can't use it. So it works both on a Windows and Mac, and even Linux, if you want to get uber geeky there. And the other <laughs> big advantage, of course, is it's free. Because, uh, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, there's tools out there like vMix and Wirecast, but they do have quite a hefty price tag attached to them. Uh, would you would you right. say, I mean, in terms of your research and playing around with things, that's definitely a big advantage. But would you say the other big advantage is its flexibility? Yes, it's quite, maybe, I don't know, it's got a bit of a steep learning curve, but it's kind of very flexible, would you say? Yeah, you know, I think, one, most of my, my friends who are like like hardcore pro, right, are, mm. are big vMix users, you know, and they've got things coming in and gigs and, and, and whatnot happening that allow them to, you know, afford that. But for those of us who are maybe more hobbyists, do a few little paid things. Also, I'm, I'm going to move this because I realize my, my logo oh, yeah. is sitting on top of your logo. O OBS is great. And, and is there a learning curve? There's a learning curve. Is it a steep learning curve? Maybe for some, maybe not for others. I always tell everybody, it's, it's like anything you've ever done that's new. It's just new. Mm. And when you start to do it, and the more you do it, if somebody asks me, is OBS hard to learn? I've done it so long, I almost kind of forget when I was learning, and it seems like it's easy, right? It's, it's like even the things that we do as marketers or whatever you do for a living that you charge people to do, sometimes you're like, wow, maybe I'm charging way too much for what I do for these people because it seems so easy, but it's easy to you. So yeah. it's, it's hard to say. But you know what's great about OBS is you said it's flexible. And part of it's because it's, it's open source, right? Mm. So instead of waiting for the developers and corporate and all the red tape and all the different people to approve and blah, 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 all these developers and hobbyists and crazy outside the box thinkers out there, if somebody says, I really wish I could do such and such, or I wish I could do such and such on OBS, somebody starts trying to figure out a way to do it, creates a plugin so that you can do it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. That, that's awesome. And I have to admit, you know, so my, my background when I first got into Facebook Live and live video was back in 2016 when Facebook Live was launched. And I discovered that the easiest way to broadcast from your computer was using OBS Studio. There weren't really very many other live video tools out there. So I, I played around with it. And yeah, there was a there was a, a learning curve attached to it. But over time, I, I did manage to kind of get it together and launch a course on it. But one thing I haven't done, and this is something that you've, you know, really looked into are the whole series of plugins, you know, because it is open source, there are all these plugins. And I'd love to you to kind of talk a little bit more about that. But maybe, maybe if you could give us a little tour of, you know, do, well, not necessarily a tour, but just show us some of the things that you can do with OBS Studio with your like transitions and stuff. And I'll try and do my best to explain what's happening to our uh, podcast listeners. 
Gotcha. You know, and I, I just realized I didn't pull some of the stuff from the show that I do into the, the scene set that we're using right now. But I'll, I'll give you, let's, here's a quick one. People are always talking about, you know, wanting a custom countdown timer, mm. right? So with OBS, there's a little thing in there that a lot of people aren't aware of, where if you add text to a screen, you can actually assign it a script that's actually stored in the OBS files, and it will create a timer. And you can choose the font and the color and whatnot. And whenever that scene starts, the timer for the length that you chose will start working. It, it's, it's actually a really cool little piece. Mm. If you, if you, I know you had OBS up on your, your screen, so if you were to uh, create a new text line and call it timer or whatever, yeah, so I've got OBS. Then go I've to, got OBS here. So you maybe just kind of take me through what I need to do. Yeah. So if uh, if you go to uh, a, a scene and then on the other next line there's space, so you see sources. Yeah. And hit the the plus at the bottom of your sources and create a new text source. Okay. So I'm just you can't see this on the screen, and uh, for podcast listeners, what I'm doing here is creating a I new gotcha. scene in OBS Studio. So there's a text. And it, I think it says free type two on that. So let's just click on that. And then it's just opened up a little window here. So I just put in the, ti the title. What, what am I going to put in the title here, Chad? Shall I just you put... Call, you call it timer. Well, not? Okay, let's call Make it timer. It Keep it easy, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's do that. And it's opened up another window. And it's chosen a font for me. And there's some text, an input box for text. So what am I next doing? So the, the text you can put, honestly, you can put whatever you want. You know, you can call it Ian, to say Ian's timer or whatever. But what's cool is now you also can select your font. If you scroll down, mm -hmm. it'll let you select your colors, the opacity, the background colors. You can align it. You can do whatever you want, basically. Yeah. So there's a lot of flexibility here if we want. So we can... Oh my goodness. Right. So we've now got a little red and white there. We can add dro a drop shadow mm -hmm. on there. Outline. Yeah, the, the formatting abilities alone, just on text uh, that you can put on the screen mm. is, is incredible. Yeah, that is cool. When you have it where you want it, you just hit OK. Now you're on Windows, so th this might get fun. Um, I don't know if we have exactly the same things that will yeah, show up. Yeah, I'm on the Mac and you're on uh, Windows, but let's, let's see what happens. But if you go up to tools and okay, select so scripts in the drop down box, that shows up. Yeah. Okay. So I've got that. You got that? Okay. Awesome. Um, what you need to do is add a the plus sign. Okay. So adding a new script here. Hopefully, it's not going to crash the whole system. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because yeah, OBS does use you know, a little bit of your stuff. So yeah. um, there should be a countdown one. Ah. Oh, my goodness. I never knew this. So let me just uh, <laughs> minimize this. So we've got go to list so we can see this. So there's a clock source, there's countdown, instant replay, pause scene. So shall I just click on the countdown one? Let's do countdown. Yep, do countdown. Open that. Okay. Yep. 
Now, here's the the one the one downside to the OBS countdown timer is you can only do whole minutes. Like you can't do like a four and a half minute timer. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. But you choose your time. And then where it says text source, which is on the right side of this box that's open on your screen right yeah. now, there should be the name that you just created. There's time. Well, uh, yeah, timer. That'll be the one. Timer. Mm -hmm. And then final text. That's what's going to show up on the screen after it hits zero. Okay. So let's make it so like, one. You know, let's, let's make go. it one minute. Yeah. So what do I do now? Do I just click on close and, and just, that's it? Hit close. Oh, look, there we go. So on the screen now, we've now got a, a countdown. So I, I just chose a minute and it's now counting down zero, zero, mm -hmm. colon, zero, zero, colon, 41 seconds. And then presumably at the end of that, when it gets that back to zero, it will show that text. So that's pretty so, cool. Yeah, so it's kind of a cool little way to be able to, that's what we use on our, you know, our show, Subpellucid is that timer. So every time our intro video starts, there's a timer that's over that mm. and it just starts. There's other ways to create them I in mean, after effects and you can do some really cool stuff there, but yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's a fun little, that is, little that trick. is cool. So I, I'm kind of now having to wait. I don't know. There's something with my personality that I actually have to now <laughs> wait for the countdown to go down to zero because I want to see what's going to happen. <laughs> is it going to crash my computer? So here we go. It's very exciting. Starting soon. <laughs> there we go awesome that's really exciting well thank yeah. you for sharing that with us oh you bet you bet so another another fun little thing that we do on Subpellucid is the transitions mm. right so I wanted to be able to go from a a scene about like we have a scene that's called getting to know you and made the background look like a, a talk show and uh, there's a couch and there's a desk and, and me and my co-host, we have our, our cameras, we're behind the desk. And then we put the, uh, the guest on the couch. And with OBS, I can move the camera around. I can move any sources or things that are, are showing anywhere that I want them to go, right? So for example, like, you know, my logo, I can, I can move it around. I can do that with somebody's camera or their face or whatever. But when we went to a new scene, and you can do it obviously there in Ecamm, I wanted to have as customized a transition as I wanted. So OBS, if you look at the bottom of your, your OBS screen again, there's a scene transitions. There should uh, be. So where would this be under scenes? Yeah, there. if you don't... If, there's one heading that says scene transitions. Uh, if you don't see it, you'd have to go to the view bar and collect scene uh, or. Um, well, I haven't had to look for it in so long. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the problem, there. isn't it? I think it's because so there's there's you can go to studio mode. There we go. So I was on. So this an OBS studio. There is studio mode. And what's it called? Yeah, but anyway, this, this particular thing's not going to be uh, available there. Okay, um, so the transition it's is... actually down on the bottom toolbars. There's a, a scene transition toolbar. Hmm. It's usually next to the audio. Okay. Ah. 
I apologize. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it is right at the bottom. I can see it there. It's cut. Okay. So, yeah, scene transitions. It was hiding by the bottom right Ah. corner. So there we go. Yeah, you you can't quite see it. So there we go. Yeah, so what do we do? We've got cut and fade, and then we can add swipe, slide, stinger, fade to color, and luma wipe. Yeah, so if you do an add add, add a stinger, what it's going to let you do is use a video file. Okay. Call it whatever you want. And that's make sure you name things that you create no BS right. So when you want to use them later, you know what you're <laughs> yeah, you know which at. one you're using. Yeah. Um, but you can use any video file as a transition source. Okay. So what? So right. so what this will do is it will move from one scene to the other, but overlay this video file on top of that transition. Is that right? Right. So yeah. an example would be this. Okay. Let Let me just go back. So we can see you full screen. So, yeah, that looks cool. Right. So we've got a couple. We've got that one, and then we've got. So what? So what we're seeing on the screen for podcast listeners is Chad is moving from his main camera at the front to his back camp, which is amazingly cool in of itself. I'm very jealous. I'm going to have to uh, get something like that on my next studio that I'm going to build. <laughs> we're moving house next month, so I'm waiting until all of this and. So, but in that transition, there's this kind of how would you describe it? Is this kind of really cool, gooey? It's, it's like a, a gooey thing. It's like a liquid. Yeah, they call them a liquid transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it. No, it's cool. And, and, uh, how, it's, and how did you, can you get it in After Effects? And... Okay, so you, did you create that yourself in After Effects? Yeah, so I created it in After Effects, mm. and then you save it using an alpha key so that it it yeah gives it a transparent background. That right, makes so you're, sense. You, don't see black where there isn't anything. So the, the, just to explain here, there are different types of videos, mo- video formats. Most videos don't have any transparency. So if you just put it on the screen, what would happen is it would just end with black. But because Chad has, uh, let me just go back to this, because Chad has created it or saved it as a, a, fi- a video file with alpha transparency, it just means that at the end of it, once all the liquid has gone away, you can see Chad in all his glory. So it's really cool. Now, of course, you could, if you if you want to learn After Effects, you could do, you're a braver person than me, or you could hire somebody to do it, or there are other tools out there. There's a tool on the Mac is ScreenFlow can actually help with that. And there are probably other, other free tools out there. Uh, well, ScreenFlow isn't free, but there are probably some other tools out there that you could play with uh, on that. So that's really cool. I love what, I love what you're doing there. What, another fun thing that we do is in OBS, you can apply a filter to your camera, right? Or, or any source, honestly, right? So I can click on my camera under the sources where the scenes are, right? So one of the mm. sources is my camera. I'm guessing you have one that's yours. Yeah. So webcam E. And if you right click it, it'll bring up, a filters option. Yeah, it's right at the bottom. You won't be able to see this, but let me just click on that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there, there's all kinds of things. If you hit plus, it'll bring up all kinds of different uh, deals. That you, and as you add different plugins, it'll bring in others. But uh, so can you? There's, so we've got audio, video filters, yep. and then effects filters. So what's mm-hmm. the difference between those two? So audio obviously is just audio. You know, mm-hmm. adding compression or gain um, and different different. Yeah, there's just tons of different options in there, right? Where the others are visual, mm-hmm. so you can crop it, you can uh, 
color key. So if you have a green screen, um, you can, uh, there's plugins that will let you actually make the source move or rotate or flip upside down. And you can program, program that into a stream deck or use your mouse um, so that it would do it whenever you want it to do it. There's, there's, there's a lot. You can, actually, you can actually take a camera source and turn it into a dedicated NDI output that you can then use somewhere else. Um, so if I was running another OBS on another computer, but I wanted to just bring that camera source in, I could. Um, but one of the things that we do is an image mask so that we can have all kinds of quirky shapes. We, we don't just have round circles and boxes. We've got these oblong teardrop looking crazy things. So every scene looks different. Um, here, here's one where it's kind of got rough edges, uh, you know, and I also, this one's the lights kind of dimmed because last time I used it, I pretended I was doing a screening and I had a movie projector overlay. So it, it looked like uh, I was on an old film. Oh, I guess I, I haven't fixed that yet. Um, so it's just endless. Like if you can dream it, there's a way to do it. Um, you just have to put in the time and, and figure it out. Yeah. Wow. I love it. So the, the masking thing is something that I hadn't looked into, but I can see it there in the options, image, mask, and blend. Oh, Chad, what are you doing to me? You're going to like suck loads of hours and days for my life <laughs> playing around with this stuff. I do want to say... You know, it's, so, it's funny because so, you, yeah. you were asking about the back camera and that you're like, that's something I need to add or whatever. That's all that is. That's my phone. Um, I have mm. my phone just on a pole behind me and there is an app called NDIHX that will allow you to turn your phone into webcam and an NDI source. Yeah. So that's I just bring cool. it into, into OBS that way. So yeah, that's so NDI is this technology. I can't remember what NDI stands for, but it, it allows you to share video or send share video across your network. So as long as you're using the same Wi-Fi network. You can use the you can use an NDI app on your computer, NDI app on your phone, and you can send video really quickly and easily. And there's, there's very little latency or any any kind of issues like that. So, I've I've played around with that uh, a little bit, and you a lot of software does support NDI. So I know that, for example, Ecamm does, Wirecast does, OBS does, and so that works really well. And the other software that I, I tend to use, I, I like to use Epoch Cam. I don't think that's NDI as such, but that allows you to bring in your, use, use your phone's camera on your computer. But the downside with that is you have to pay for that. Whereas I assume with the software you're using, it's free. Yeah. 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 That's the, the great piece of it, you know? Yeah. To multi-stream, obviously, then, you know, use things like, you know, you're, you're talking about the sponsor, you know, Restream which works great with OBS. Yeah. Either send it as a virtual camera into OBS studio or Restream uh, provides a stream key that you can put right into OBS and multi-stream right from it without having to open OBS or uh, Restream. Yeah, it is It is pretty amazing that you can do that. So I'm just going to get Restream up actually on the screen and, and just talk about this because we should probably talk about, we're going to talk about some of the, the, the downsides to OBS in, in a second. We talked about maybe it's a little bit more geeky and confusing. 
But yeah, one of the things that you can do if I go to, if I just share my screen here. So this is my Restream account and I can just get, I can just, for example, it says here, uh, streaming software, RTMP. I can click on that, which I won't do because I'll be sharing my RTMP key with everybody. Oh my goodness, did I click a button? I think I did. Oh, I, I think I know why it's doing that. It's, it's going back to your website there. I think it's because I'm actually going live at the moment. It's, it's kind of getting confused through Restream. <laughs> So, but anyway, what you do there is you get the RTMP key from there and you put it into OBS Studio that way. So that works quite well. And there's also this ability, I don't know whether I can do this. Unfortunately, I'm probably not going to be able to show, demonstrate this at the same time as I was going live, but I'll just explain. If you're using Restream Studio, so this is the web-based um, version of Restream, so you can have up to nine guests on there and highlight comments on the screen, all this kind of stuff. But what you can do is you could use OBS Studio for the stream and then send that to Restream Studio. So Restream Studio now has something called RTM pull. So basically what you're doing is you're pulling the stream into Restream Studio. So you do all your fancy cool stuff in OBS. And then in Restream Studio, you can add comments, you can multi-stream to all these different channels, you can add graphics on the screen and do it all that way. So that probably would require more than one person. This is maybe if you if you're uh, streaming a church service or a conference or an event, you'll have a team with um, doing all the cameras and all that kind of stuff and mixing it that way. And maybe they're using OBS and then they're sending that stream to you and you're using Restream Studio to pull in that RTMP and do it that way. So that is something that is a fairly new service within Restream Studio. So that's pretty cool. But we should probably talk about when it comes to actually streaming, to say Facebook Live or YouTube or lots of different places. Uh, so the, the likes of like Wirecast or Ecamm Live, you just connect it to Facebook or YouTube and then you create the events within the tool and do it all that way. It's not quite as simple with OBS Studio. And I think this sometimes flummoxes some people. We have, we have to play around with stream keys and create the events, create the, the, uh, the live shows, the live videos elsewhere. Do you want to just take us... Tell us a little bit more about that because that's something that some people might get confused with. Yeah, so that's not something I've I've messed with, right? Mm. So, um, I mean, I have. I've I've gotten a stream key from Facebook, you know, and put it into to OBS um, as my stream key. I personally use a tool similar to Restream, uh, where I just schedule my event through it. And then when I go live, I open that up. And as my camera source, I just choose the, the OBS virtual. Well, I use uh, the NDI plugin, but I just use the OBS virtual camera. That makes sense. So you don't have to mess with all that stuff. That's these, cool. These tools like Restream, with Restream, you should be able to, when you, when you go, is just start the virtual camera in OBS and choose that as your Yeah, that's, your that's cool. That's cool. So yeah, we should probably just kind of go through go through that a little bit. So if we, I'll load up OBS again. So this is this is <laughs> the reason I asked this, Chad, is because like this is when I first started using OBS Studio. There was no, I didn't know about virtual cameras. There weren't any of these tools like Restream or Streamyard or well, anything OBS, like that. OBS Virtual mm -hmm. Camera used to be a plugin until the last the last update on OBS, maybe two updates. It's actually oh, it's built in native now. The OBS. I've just yeah, seen OBS that. Virtual Cam. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Now, so I, yeah, let's. So I'm the using virtual that right now mm. because I was having some kind of weird issue. I think I had too many NDI sources. I don't know. Ecam freaked out. I find that there's a little bit more of a delay 
or lag on the audio sync with OBS Virtual Cam versus that there's an NDI plugin where you can just take your OBS stream and use that instead. So I yeah. typically will choose the NDI source for my camera, but most people are going to just use the OBS virtual camera. Yeah, it's it's now by default, it's under tools. That is cool. Well, I, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Uh, I'm just saying Andy Brown is, uh, my good friend Andy Brown is here. He said, love OBS, been using it for virtual Coda Dojo sessions. Awesome. It is great. And I, yeah, so just ex to explain what the virtual camera is. So I'm actually using, I use a virtual camera in Ecamm Live. A, a more and more software are using it. It doesn't tend to be, you, you won't get this in web-based platforms, but OBS Studio, Wirecast has it. Uh, Ecamm has it as well. And it just allows you to basically create everything that you want in, in OB, OBS or whatever the software is. You can add graphics on the screen, all those countdowns, the overlays and transitions. And then you output that as a virtual camera to use in any other tool. It could be Zoom, it could be Restream, StreamYard, whatever it is. And it's really cool. So what you used to have to do, uh, and this is, so this is what I had to do, is go to settings. So we go to settings in OBS Studio and go to stream. We then have to mm -hmm. fiddle around with, you know, choose which place we want to go live to. And then we had to enter in the server URL and the stream key. And the downside with that, mm -hmm. Jad, was, you know, you had to create that on the platform itself. But if you're using a tool like right. Restream, you can create the, it there and then they give you the key to then put it, uh, well, yes, you don't even need to do that. You're just using the virtual webcam, aren't you? So, uh, yeah, do it that way. So you're just using a web-based tool. So, the, well, where, where does the world does it the, Restream also has their, um, their chat, um, tool or plugin app. Yeah. What do they call it? It is, it is chat. So I've got it, got it here actually running at the moment. So this allows you to see the chat or the comments from all the different, places that you're going live to. Is that what you're talking about? Right. So one of the things that you can do with OBS with this is one, you can, you go to view and so, click docs on OBS. So view, drop down to docs. It'll open up a little sidebar. You can create a custom browser doc and you can get the URL from the restream chat app. It'll create a URL for you. Oh. And you can dock it on the OBS screen so that you can see it all on one place, right? So you have to go like this or whatever. The other cool thing then that you can do is in OBS in your scene, if you go to the sources and add a new source, you can add a browser source. Yes. And paste that URL in there from the Restream chat app. And you can have it overlaid on your, your OBS broadcast. Yeah. And so now the downside is it shows all the chat. Yes. What I'm waiting for is for one of these tools like Restream and the other guys to create one that lets me do like I do in the studio or I can click it. Yeah, that would be good. Show up. But, but if, if you want to have just a constant flow that shows the chat from all the places you're streaming on your screen, um, that's a, a way to do it with Restream and OBS. So yeah, one one downside with OBS is that you can't just add 
the comments on the screen, like like I'm doing with this, you know, with Andy, I can I can just put this up. This is actually all coming from right. Restream into Ecamm Live. Hopefully, OBS will will add this at some point. I mean, this is this is something that I think has been missing for a long time. But you know, there are ways around it. You know, as as you were saying, uh, Chad, you can you can add the you can add the chat widget. I think you want to call it. Uh, you could put that on the screen, yeah. or if you send the sig- if you actually use the virtual cam, you could use a web based tool like Restream Studio, and and then add it on their end. So you could add, add it that way. But it's kind of nice to have it all in in the same tool, isn't it? It would be nice, mm. right? But at the same time, it's it's think it just think about the stuff that we can do. You know, we get picky or like, oh, I, wish I, I wish I could do this and have this all in one spot or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, at the end of the yeah. day, we, we can do some really cool stuff. Definitely. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Well, if you are, if you're still watching us and we haven't over geeked you and got too nerdy, let us know if you've got any questions for either myself or Chad, and uh, I'd, we'd we'd love to help you out. Yeah, so we've talked about a lot of the pros. We've talked a few cons. A- any other kind of like things we should be aware of when it comes to OBS Studio? Any any downsides to it that you've discovered, or, or is it just all good stuff? The the biggest con is that unlike just using a, a web based tool, which look for most people. That's going to take your live stream game to crazy places by just using these web-based tools like Restream, right? You don't have to do all this stuff. You know, I do it because I want to do some crazy stuff. The difference, though, is that with OBS is it's on your computer. Hmm. And it takes some oomph to run it and also yeah. have cameras coming in and, and then send it out. And have you know restream working on the browser, and so you do have to have a little bit of yeah. juice, a bit know, of juice on your computer. Your, your computer. I, I believe I, I don't know whether this is exactly true, but I think it is optimized or it works a little bit better on PCs than Macs. It does work well on Macs, but I get the impression that you know if you're going to use OBS, you're better probably with a, a beefy PC than a beefy Mac. Right. I mean, I, I run it okay on my, I've got quite a high-end MacBook Pro. It just about works, but the fan really kicks in. I have to admit when I'm doing that, just bear that in mind. So uh, yeah, that's cool. Well, I, I've just realized the time we've been, we've got still got a few extra things to talk about, but just to say, if you've just joined us, we are talking about OBS Studio. We're talking about how amazing it is and how we can use it to really level things up on our live streams. And I've got Chad here who is telling us all about it. And just need to tell us a little bit more about your show. What is the name of your show and, and when, when and where do you go live with it? Uh, the show is called Sub Pellucid, S-U-B-P-E-L-L-U-C-I-D. <laughs> I know, right? So look, in the marketing world, we always tell everybody that we need to be authentic and we need to be transparent. And the truth <laughs> is, none of us are, all right? We're not transparent. If we if we were we all try completely to be. transparent, we try. <laughs> if we were all completely transparent, we'd have no business. We'd probably lose friends, <laughs> be in fights with family members, right? And so I, I looked up the word and was trying to think, well, what are other words that mean similar things? And I came across the word pellucid, which means murky, not quite transparent. And I, so I was like, I love it. Nobody's ever heard it. Completely different, which is what I want the show to be. And uh, that's that's how that happened. And, and we have our little, this is our little mascot that, uh, you know, shows up once in a while on the show. 
But, That's a little, uh, how would you describe that to podcast listeners? It's kind of like a pink fish with teeth. It looks quite uh, like it's going to do some harm to your pink shoulder. Shark. Yes. A, yeah. The pink shark, completely branded for uh, Subpolucid. <laughs> um, and it's just a gif that just keeps chomp, 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 chomp. But it's on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern time. In fact, our last guest was, uh, or two guests ago, uh, was from your neck of the woods and uh, was with us at midnight. So it was kind of fun. His time. Awesome. Midnight, his time. But we just, it's not like any other show, right? It's not, we don't talk about marketing. We just talk about the guest. We get to know the guest and we, it is about their stories. And, uh, and we also dig up some like, you know, fun little quirky things. (laughs) I know. I'm a little bit worried about this. I, I believe I'm going to be on the show at some point soon. I'm, I'm, starting, to, I'm starting to 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 worry about that. But anyway, <laughs> moving on swiftly. You know, <laughs> I, I, don't you to, say? I know you're taking this wherever you want to go, and I know where we're at time wise. But if one thing, if you want to get to is Ninja, that would probably be a, a fun one. I was going to. That's how great minds think alike. That's the next thing that we we're going to talk about, because one of the other downsides and, and this this was one of the reasons why I did I created my course back in 2016 because a lot of people were saying how do I bring in guests into OBS studio and back in those days it was a pain in the neck because you had to use like Skype or Zoom you had to bring in your guest on into Skype or Zoom and then you had to share your screen into OBS Studio. Now, if you're a PC user, that was it. But if you're a Mac user, you had to use complicated, as we say in the UK, routing software or routing software like Loopback or Soundflower. And I'm not going to go into any of this now, but oh my goodness, it was it was complicated. But ne- but you were the person that drew my attention to this really cool tool. So I'm going to let you introduce it. Tell us a little bit more about this. Yeah, so it's obs.ninja. It's just incredible. Uh, somebody decided they wanted to figure out how to fix this, this issue. And so they created this. It, it's, it's incredible. Um, it creates a director's room. Um, you can create a link that you send to your guests. They click it. They show up in the director room. And each guest has their own unique URL. Mm. So when you set up your scenes in OBS, you create a browser source. You paste them in their URL that you get from obs.ninja and ta-da, they're there. Their audio comes with them. It is amazing. Awesome. It, it is amazing stuff. And this this doesn't just work with OBS. This does work with Ecamm. I was actually going to use this as a backup uh, solution just in case there are any issues bringing in guests. So, uh, and it works with Wirecast, I think, and, and uh, probably vMix, I would assume, as long as the software has a browser overlay system. So this won't work with, with web-based solu- um, software. But uh, so how would you, if you wanted to bring in a guest, how do you, as, a, as the host, how would you set that up? We're on the website now, obs.ninja, and we've got th- four things here. We've got create a room, add your camera to OBS, remote screen share into OBS, so you can, you can share your screen as well, which is cool, and also create cool. a reusable invite. Right. So I have, I created a room, right? I have my subpolucid room, mm. and it's permanent. So every time we have a new show, I put in the URL for that show. What I actually could do, it, it might be easier. I send you. Yeah, let's do what that. What if I send you a link, right? So 
I have my custom room and once you have that set up, you can create reusable links because when you create a browser source in OBS, you don't want to have to like paste a brand new URL every time you, you go live, right? So I just sent you in Messenger a link and I'm going to click my director's room link. Yeah. So what do I do now? What I just click on that link. Now you right? You'll click that link. Now this will be tricky because depending on how many options you have for cameras, you may not be able to use your camera. So I'm yeah. not sure how that will work. So um, on, that is one advantage with a Mac in that you can use one camera with multiple places. So so I I've got the option to join room with camera or screen share with room. So I'll click on join room with camera. Okay, now, uh, so it, for some reason, it's chosen my Epoch cam device, which I'm not going to use. I'm going to use use my FaceTime camera because otherwise it's going to be really confusing if I use my virtual camera from eCab. And I've also got my uh, MacBook Pro mic uh, microphone there. And then audio output destination. What should I set that to? That's uh, wherever my, you want I'll do audio my, yeah, that's coming in there to come back to you. Yeah, I'll do You're my own custom. Echo, Okay, there might be an yeah, echo. Yeah, you're going to want to Actually, let's yeah, not do that. Let's, let's do it something weird that I can't, I'm not going to hear, like that one. Right, that's what I usually okay. end up having to do, right? So now, I've got, so I've selected my, my normal camera, my microphone, and if I click on start, so you tell me what's going to happen, what you're doing on your end. So I'm going to my director room, right? And if I go here, right, this is what I see. So have okay. you gone in? You're not here yet. So no, I'm going to click start now. So on my screen, I'm seeing a big me on the screen. Let's go back to you, Chad. Right. You go back to me. This is what I see. So you can see me on the left hand side. I'm, I've, I've appeared there at the bottom and there's some settings. There. Do you want to just right. tell us some of the what the settings are there that we can see? Yeah, so you can have multiple rooms. I can transfer you to another room. Like if I want to put you in like a green room where we don't want to hear you right now or whatever, you can actually create a scene with multiple people in this OBS Ninja source and just import it, them as a group into OBS. So I could add you to a scene. Um, I can mute you. I can make it so you can't hear what's going on. It says deafen guest. It's interesting. <laughs> I can blind you so you can't see. It's a, kind of weird ways to say it. But I have, I can change your audio settings. Yeah, I can work, change the bit rate, I, video settings. I can do a lot, a lot of stuff so that when I then copy the solo link, which is what shows up at the bottom of where Ian is showing up on my screen, there's a thing that says copy solo link. It'll take all those settings into the URL and I can paste it into the browser source on OBS. Now, what's also cool is that I can click this enable deal here. And I can share my front camera if I want so that you can see me. Um, I can also just use the microphone that's uh, built in or whatever. But you should. Oh, it's because I'm using the uh, camera in OBS. There it is. Okay, oh, okay. so you're going to only get my rear camera right now. Sorry. There we go. Right, so so I, if I go back here, this is monitor. what I'm seeing on the screen. I can see myself at the top. And that's the camera that's going sent through to Chad. And then at the bottom, I'm seeing Chad's camera, which is this 
other camera that you, your phone's camera isn't it i think yeah uh it's the laptop camera it's just laptop the rear camera. camera on the laptop oh, okay right yeah, yeah um but i can you can also share the screen with 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 the guests in there as well so what i typically do right is i'm going to share the screen from you know like if i was on restream i would share my restream screen with the guests in there so that you can still see all the comments and things that are that are happening you actually have the ability if you go back to yours you can click on what i'm sharing and make it larger so that you can see it better like because if there's if i have multiple guests in there what i'm sharing with you will get smaller and smaller but you can maximize it so that you oh, okay can, you can see it oh there's so, a, there's a uh, little maximize thing there and yeah mm -hmm. there's a cock. and so mm. With this, one, it's a lifesaver. But because you can choose the audio sources that you want to bring in or send out, I can go into OBS and there's a new plugin called Audio Monitor that you're, you're an old, I'm going to shut this screen down. All right. So if you want to just, we'll go back to just, uh, there's an old, as a, as a former OBS user back in the day, right? You might remember you had, audio out to the stream and then you also had monitor and you could decide which sources you wanted to monitor right you with yep. me yeah 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 okay. I, I was i was nodding um, my head and then i realized that wasn't very helpful oh no worries no worries <laughs> there's new there's a new plugin called audio monitor that yep. actually will let you send each individual track which in obs audio there's six tracks and i can put me on one track you on one track videos that we're using on a track. I can put them all on the same track, whatever. But this new audio monitor tool will let you assign a specific audio out destination for each track. And if you use virtual audio cables, this is a whole nother thing, you can, I can send virtual audio cable B, which is what I'm using for us right now, here. But if I only wanna send me and audio from videos that are playing in OBS so that you don't hear yourself or the guest because you're already hearing them in OBS Ninja. I can just send those on track three and choose a different virtual audio cable to send that there. Wow. And I can send other things through the USB audio interface into a mixer if I want to record good audio using mixer settings. Um, so the, the audio features on OBS with this plugin have, have gone crazy. I'm gonna have to check that out. It sounds amazing. And I think you have, unfortunately, sucked loads of future hours from my life, but it's all gonna be fun. I'm gonna have a lot of fun. Well, we, we're gonna have to end it there because we've, we've gone way over time, but it's all exciting stuff. I know it's been a bit of a geeky episode today, but I think we're allowed to do that from time to time. And this is something, so if, if this OBS studio, if, if uh, some of what we've been talking about today scares you, don't worry. There are plenty of other tools out there that are that are easier to use, but. I think with yep. with I think Chad, you would agree. You didn't. This has taken time for you to kind of learn all of those things, and you're the kind of person that loves, you know, working out how to do all of these things. So it's taken taken some time to get to this point. But uh, thanks, Chad, for for joining us on the show. It's been awesome. Just a reminder about how people can find out more about you and about this uh, this show that you do as well. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, share a link for you. But if you just look up hashtag subpellucid. Trust me, we're the only thing that's going to show up. <laughs>
And your website is thestorycatcher.com, is that right? Correct. There we go. So you can also check out Chad there. And you have probably carelessly scattered yourself across all the socials as well. Where, where do you tend to hang out the most? I'm actually a Facebook guy. Yeah. You said that really apologetically as if that was a really bad thing, but... Uh, yeah. Most people are like, you know, we, you know, should be on LinkedIn, you know, professional. And it's like, I'm just like, Facebook, I just, I'm me. I'd rather connect with you personally yeah. and get to know just the person. Um, exactly. I'm not a spammer. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I just want to get to know you. So, exactly. Holler. I'm the only Chad Ia Peterson, and I'm one of only two Ia Petersons in the whole world. So, Well, there we go. That is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, thank you, Chad. It's been great to have you on the show and we'll, we'll have to have you back on at some point to talk a, a little bit more about stories and things like that. That would be awesome. But it is the end of the show. It's been great to see you and uh, thank you so much for listening or for watching. Do check out the podcast at iag.me forward slash podcast. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Studio Oh Tips mm -hmm.